Alright, hello again everybody. It's day 39 of 100 and today we're moving along in things that I think are particularly helpful in applying the Enneagram in the context of relationship. So this is another kind of mini-series of excerpts from my Enneagram Relationships Workshop. And today we're going to introduce the concept of stances. Uh, some of you may be familiar with this, and so it can um, act as a refresher, and this may be brand new to some of you. So we will, we will dive into this. It's another way of grouping the nine types into three, and it has to do, again, with those three basic centers of intelligence, the gut or body um, center and the heart or feeling center and the head or thinking center. And those three centers of intelligence determine our primary triad. And we talked about that in the Enneagram introduction portion of this 100-day project. But stances is not about the center of intelligence that's dominant. That is, is the way that we're taking in information, and that's what determines our triad, the 891 being gut or doing the two, three, four being heart or feeling, and the five, six, seven being head or thinking. And those are the ways that, that those types are seeing the world and taking in information. But the stances have to do with the center of intelligence that is repressed. So we have a dominant center of intelligence. We have another of those three centers that is supporting the dominant intelligence and we end up kind of relying on those two. It kind of, uh, we end up kind of sitting on two legs of a three-legged stool, if you will. And early in childhood, at some point, that third center of intelligence gets kind of tucked away um, and neglected or, or really protected for some reason. And we don't use it as much. And so a lot of what's overwhelming about life or what gets out of balance about life is due to the fact that we're not using um, all of the tools, all of the intelligences that are at our disposal. And stance work begins to show us what that looks like for our types. And it really is where the rubber meets the road on this. It's where things get really practical with Enneagram work. There's, there's something we can do with this. So let's talk first about the purposes of these three centers of intelligence. The, the doing center of intelligence, uh, which is the gut or the body, is about accomplishing and pleasure-seeking. That's the purpose of that intelligence. It's to put it toward accomplishing and pleasure-seeking. Uh, the feeling center of intelligence is about acknowledging the feelings and awareness of the needs and agendas of others and of ourselves. So acknowledging feelings, but also the awareness of needs and agendas that are at play in any given situation. And the thinking intelligence is about gathering and sorting information and about analyzing and making plans. So remember, our dominant center of intelligence is where both our most significant gifts and challenges lie. And the repressed center is the one we're using the least or not using to its fullest potential. But uh, when we can, we, we say bring it up. So it's not that we're suppressing 
anything that's more natural for us. It's just that we can do work to get back in touch with that repressed center and we can bring up that intelligence, bring it on board and have more balance, have more of the three available for when we need them. And what's often true about that repressed center of intelligence is when we can reconnect with it, when we can bring that up, that can be one of the purest things and one of the most significant things that we have to offer because it hasn't been um, through the rough and tumble of life. It hasn't been damaged in some of the way this, that maybe our more dominant ways of being have been because it's been kind of in the background. It's been protected for a long portion of our life. So that's some basic stance theory and looking at the purposes of those centers. So let's keep those purposes in mind as we go forward into exploring the three stances. Okay, stances are sometimes also called social styles. So it has a lot to do with um, our relation to other people and kind of how we move in the world. So this is about a posture or an attitude that is a, is a habitual pattern way of responding to our experiences. So the, the triad, the center of intelligence that's dominant, is about how we're seeing the world and how we're taking in information. And stances are about how we are responding to that information, to what we're seeing. We have three different stances, and there is one number or one type from each triad or dominant center of intelligence in each stance. That'll be a little clearer as we move through it. So let's start with the assertive or the aggressive stance, and that's made up of numbers three, seven, and eight. And th this group of folks are moving either against or just independently of other people in managing themselves, in managing social situations or stress. They're going to be moving independently or moving against others. Um, the center of intelligence that is repressed for these folks is feeling. Now, what is important to acknowledge is in all three of these cases, um, well, in all nine cases, um, the, the center that is, is repressed, it's not that it's not used at all. It's not that these folks don't have feeling. It's that there is some limited application or some limited use of feeling that can be freed up or can be more fully expressed when the work is done. And we'll get into that when we, we talk about the assertive stance more, um, more deeply tomorrow. But so feeling is the repressed center. So these are, these are folks that are heavy on the doing and the thinking in uh, a different order for, for each of them. Stances are also related to something we call orientation to time. And the orientation to time for types 3, 7, and 8 is the future. And we will explore that further, of course, as well. The compliance stance will be next, and that's numbers 1, 2, and 6. They are going to be moving toward people. That's their social style. And thinking is repressed for them. And the orientation to time for numbers 1, 2, and 6 is the present time. And finally, the withdrawing stance is 
made up of numbers four, five, and nine. And these folks move away from people. That's their social style, to withdraw, to manage themselves or the situation. And the repressed center of intelligence for them is the doing center or the gut and the body center of intelligence. And their orientation to time is the past. Okay, so there is our very initial introduction to stances, and we'll continue this for the next three days or so. We'll look at the uh, assertive stance tomorrow, followed by the compliant and the withdrawing stance in the following days. So hope you'll follow along with that, and I will be back tomorrow. Bye.